Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the True Podcast with your host, Travis Carter. And I'm joined with my lovely, adoring, very sweet wife. Why don't you go ahead and tune in and say hello? Hi. We're so thrilled you are joining us on a morning commute, or maybe it's on a lunch break. Okay. The sound of stress in the voice. Yeah. This is a marriage podcast. This is a podcast about everything impacting a marriage, because we think marriage is amazing. Marriage is amazing, and it's faux pas to say so. And it's fun to make fun of your husband. It's fun to make fun of your ball and chain. But marriage is good. It's great. And for those hacking it out in the marriage game, this is where you tune in for facts. Is this and for mediocre. Real? It's just for real. Okay. And for mediocre psychology advice. Mediocre. And a side financial planning, wealth building ideas. <laughs> and so when thinking about the podcast tonight, I said, you know what? Where does it all start? It starts with the man. It starts with a man, the husband. Maybe two husbands. I'm just kidding. Does it really? It does really, the real the buck starts with the husband. Yes. Okay. Well, does it or does it not? The buck stops there, or do, do, do you think? I think the husband is the head of the household, and I think a, a lot of marriages are ruined based on the husband's actions. Yeah. Now, when they don't, when it's a wingnut <laughs> wife, which there are out there. And I love stories about wingnut wives. Those are my favorite. Because you're married to a wingnut wife. <laughs> it's I don't, true. I don't think, I don't think, you're wingnut? I mean, you're, I'm pretty crazy sometimes. Sweet, yeah. but crazy. Aren't we all? Well, what's crazy about women is, is your mood swings. It's actually one of the things we're going over today. It's like you have to ride the wave. The wave of a woman is like, whew, like Jaws, 25 feet. And and sometimes it's Haliva. No, it's sometimes it's Waikiki, smooth waters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've uh, had a lot of ups and downs. I feel like we're like good. And then like the day after we post a podcast, it's like torrential downpour in our marriage. Just like we're out to get each other. I don't know why that is. Um. But we're still persevering. We still love the podcast. And um, yeah, I think it is interesting. I'd love to hear some of the thoughts and things that you read off the article. I do think that in every circumstance, it takes two. But yeah, I do agree. The husband sets the tone and needs to be the have the responsibility of who's going to stop and change the course of the trajectory of the argument or, you know, the status quo marriage, you have the ability to make it better. Exactly. Would you say the woman is a weaker vessel? Oof. I know that just goes against every Italian <laughs> DNA in your body. Weaker in what sense? I mean, it, it's just this Physically? idea. I mean, no. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. But this idea that like, I, I don't know why I always go back to this analogy, but like when you're playing catch and someone throws it hard and it hits the palm of your hand and it hurts, you're like, son of a gun. 
and you throw it back and you're trying to hurt them. And it goes, it just goes back and forth until you're just absolutely just, you know, hurting each other's hands. Um, that's how fighting goes. That's how, um, just arguments go. That's how rifts and divides in a marriage go. And somebody has to go, you know what? This is stupid. Like, can we not do this anymore? Can we just say sorry and move on? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think ultimately that responsibility always is at the husband's level. Be like, okay, this is ridiculous. Like, let's come back together. We have mm-hmm. to stop this. And I was just wondering if you felt like now, back in the day, you were the weaker vessel. There's no way you would ever, you know, say this is ridiculous. You do it all the time now. I do. I've, man, come a long way. Saved by grace. That is for sure, man. Um, but, 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 yeah. But, no, I think if you're talking biblically, yes, there has to be a head of a household. Um, you are the head of our household, and I love that and I appreciate that and respect you for that. Damn right. Um, but it also, I mean, any sermon that you hear, it's not like one is over the other, but one is set to, like you said, set the precedent, set the tone, and and kind of get things back on track, having that responsibility. Um, it does start with, it starts with the man, so. Yeah. So the chances of a husband listening to this at this point, or going through the whole list, pretty rare. No, they're, they're out there, but not as many. I suspect a lot of wives are going to be listening to this and go, hey, hubby, check this out. Here's 55 <laughs> things 55. you need to be doing to step up your game. Mm-hmm. And it's intended to be light. And next week will be obviously the flip side of this. Um, but I think there's a really interesting points here. And I'm going to tackle the first two. And uh, we'll go take it off. The first one, which was interesting. Talk about your feelings honestly. <laughs> when she asks how your day is, tell her about something you made, made you upset or annoyed. Don't just say it was okay. Respond, listen, repeat. I am the chick in our marriage. And so I'm always just <laughs> feelings galore. <laughs> yes. Roll reversal a lot with that. Talk about your feelings, uh, feelings honestly. Do you think that a lot of husbands? All I know is my husband. My husband doesn't have a problem talking about his feelings, but I think a lot of men probably do. And so, yeah, I think that women just want to hear what's really going on and don't want just the fluff or like, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. So getting in the practice of that is probably really powerful. I just, well, I think as guys get older too, we, we compartmentalize, we just shield up. Too much pain, too much, you know, you just stuff it down. And the longer life goes on, it's just harder to be more open, more transparent sometimes. It's like, why deal with life's tough as it is? Do you really need to be, you know, having this kind of tough conversation? You know, let's just have a good day. Pour a glass of Chardonnay. Number two is make an effort to interrupt her less. Chances are you do it more than you realize. That's... Check, check, check over here. I just, and that kind of goes into number three, which is don't try to constantly solve her problems. (laughs) I'm like, like women, they they just want to talk. And they don't really want like a game plan. And like my personality, which is a very like 
what is that, Enneagram 7 or something? You're a three and a cheaper, but you're just kind of wanting to... I'm, I'm aggressive. Yeah, like let's solve the problem. Let's yeah. figure out how we can divert. Let's think about the positives. What can we be grateful for? What can we control? <laughs> and sometimes it's just, yeah. I And I've said multiple times, I just want you to listen and just listen. It's yeah. You're quick to problem solve, which is great, but sometimes well, that doesn't. Fly. It is. It's so hard in my brain to compute that you just want to complain, which which feels like complaining, or talk about something mm-hmm. instead of being like, "Look, is this something we can change? Like, why? Why would you want to just talk about something and get into a space that just leads you nowhere? Like, there's it's just the way you cope. Well, let's see when you're you're a man of your feelings. When you want to share and talk about your feelings, do you want me to jump into problem solving mode or do you want me to just sit and listen? I kind of do. kind of sympathize and kind of talk it through or do you want me to like problem solve? I like both. <laughs> I like listening and I also like you affirming. Like I love affirmation saying, "Hey, I know you're feeling this way." Stay the course. I know you're down about this. All right. Let me just expand upon number three here. Don't try to constantly solve our problems. When a spouse tells us problems at work or with our friends or family, many men feel it's the best way to support them is to come hard with fast with solutions. But that hunt for a solve often bypasses what the person is likely seeking, understanding. This type of empathetic listening strengthens connections Builds intimacy. That doesn't say that problem solving isn't important. You just don't need to jump in and try to fix things immediately. What's the tendency of most men? It's so true. It's one of those like marvels of the world that you're supposed to just listen and don't solve the problem. It's like spill all the Legos out of the bag. Let the directions just go and just play. Clean the thing that you know she hates cleaning. Just do it. She'll notice. Kind of goes with number five. Do the dishes when it's not your turn and try to eradicate the idea of fairness in a marriage. Uh, (laughs) That would be lovely. I'll just leave it at that. I'm trying to think of things that you do. that. Uh, It's for your gas tank. Yeah, I feel like asking, like, but it's not you really go the way. You just are always taking my car. Um, I think putting the cover on the trigger is nice. I know. You never put the cover on. Moving, 50-50. Helping. Um, I'm director of IT on our podcast, so I set this up. I have to move your bike, your Peloton once in a while, put it back. Um, yeah. Do clean. you feel like you could improve in that situation? Do the dishes when it's not your turn? Is it ever your turn? <laughs> I know. I I am like housekeeping items. So weak. You know, if I didn't make money, I okay. We've heard that. So no, you're making trouble. excuses. You're diverting. I would be in so much trouble. You've made that joke. Let's talk about this. I know, but it's true. I I'm just. You already are in trouble. Yeah, well, that's. I think about the go, dishes every day. Do you every feel like you would week. love? That's your love language. That would be pretty killer. That would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stay in good shape. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. Part of the gig 
is trying to remain attractive. Men staying in good shape. You know, it's a tough one. That's yeah. It's, yeah, tough it's as really you it's age really the beer. General. I mean, for most men, it's drinking. You think? I think most men probably just the IPAs are just heavy. I think as you get older, kids. I mean, there's just little time. Um, for me, it's chocolate. I just I've been crushing our kids Halloween candy, <laughs> just crushing Snickers and Hershey's, just eating things. Um, we're you and I are on a quest to be in the best shape of our lives by forty. <laughs> You're jumping on that. <laughs> I am, and that's all related to eating, which is so sad. Like, <laughs> I wish there was like a better way to be. Skinny. Mm-hmm. Because food's so good. Well, and what's frustrating is I think what worked when you were 22 does, just doesn't work anymore. So, like, you could eat the things that we're still eating now, but it just it just sits differently and it sits longer and it just doesn't leave. And so it's almost relearning how your body is processing food and... It just holds on to things more, which is frustrating. But yeah, I think overall, I do agree as a woman, and I'm sure you would agree too. I think it's important that you continue to, I don't think I need you to look like you are 22 at all, but just being active, being fit. I think the next one was like, go to the doctor, like (laughs) take care of yourself and go to the doctor because you don't want to die. You know, it's like, that's such a good point. Like just take care of yourself so that you can have a long, happy life. Well, we were looking at pictures of each other from like five years ago. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Um, that's always sad, you know? <laughs> and like, we just, we just rotated our mattress. We've had our mattress for 13 years and I have scoliosis because the my side of the bed's just like this banana. It's sinking in so low. I'm just getting heavy. Every morning I wake up and it's just, just my back is so pinched. <laughs> so then we rotated it, which is basically you watching me rotate it. And um, I slept great last night, but it's all okay. it's all shutting down. All right, another one on the list here. Remember, your wife is not your therapist. <laughs> this is a good one for Trav. No, just kidding. Um, this is interesting <laughs> because. It's yes, it's good and essential to share your anxieties, fears, frustrations, big and small with your wife, but she can't be the only person you turn to. Try to find friends or a mentor you can lean on. Um, confiding your partner is a great way to be intimate and feel close. Um, and just saying that it c- can tire the other person out on the other end to constantly Dude. having to listen, which I get. Oops, I that. Two years ago, it was just for some reason you were my therapist. And like, it was awful. It was awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, just insecurities talking over and over again. And the more I talked about it with you, it was actually wasn't bringing us closer together. It was the opposite. It made things worse. Yeah, that was just a short season and a small blip. But yeah, I totally forgot about that. I guess it was not sure. that would have been a good time to go see somebody, but we just powered through. I don't know why we didn't even think of it, but. Yeah, I think that the reality is, you know, like 
you need each person needs to have a spiritual life, have a mentor, have good friends, talk about it. And sometimes not talking about it is is good. Sometimes the more you talk about it, the more you think about it, the more um I call it like the giant the problem, the issue, the insecurity, whatever it is, the bigger it gets. And somehow just not talking about it or not, you know, to some to some extent. Mm-hmm. For me it was an insecurity just and like kept over and over, hey, what about you know the more I just moved on, it, the problem moved on. Anxiety moved on. So. Yeah. Well the yeah. I think in church they were saying this weekend like the thing you spend the most time thinking about becomes the biggest thing in your life. And so if you're always focusing on politics or in this case something a fear or anxiety, it's just it's gonna consume you. <laughs> Number nine, be nice to her friends for no other reason than they're her friends. I could see that. I'm not you're sweet and friendly to everybody. I would rather hang out with your friends. <laughs> always... I do hang out with your friends. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have like a dinner with like a bunch of friends, guys and girls. And then like it's always just a joke or like known that Travis like eventually will just kind of meander his way back inside to where all like the wives are talking and like pull up a chair. And sometimes it's like super <laughs> uncomfortable and awkward. Or sometimes he catches us on like a random conversation. He just likes to know the details, the juice, the drama. And so, yeah, it's just I, it's who fun. You are. I do like being with your friends for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, you know, the little um, be nice to her friends. <laughs> be honest, even when it's hard, confrontation is not always bad. It's critical to moving forward. Okay. You're, I feel like, pretty good about being honest. Hmm? I think, though, that could be hard for people not wanting to create a wedge. Explain why you're excited about the things that excite you. Don't keep her on the outside of the things you like. Also, excitement and passion are blue chip qualities. A blue chip stock is a stock corporation with a national reputation for quality, reliability, and ability to operate profitable. In good and bad times. Oh my gosh. Oral sex. Number 13. That's yeah. the responsibility of the husband. Oral this sex. This is 55 things that men could do better to be a better husband. Yes. Okay. It says oral sex, period. We're all adults here. Okay. Next. <laughs> well, there it is. What a bing, what a boom. If she wants to be left alone, don't take it as a referendum on anything. Just leave her alone. Like that that's following the one above. Yeah. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Yeah. Not being too sensitive, especially when it comes to a woman's feelings. You never know. Leave work at work, obviously. Um, Makes sense. What? Leave work at work? Yeah. I think, though, you have a hard time with that. You like to talk about it. Your phone's attached to you. You work from home a lot, so that gets a gray area. You know, you're getting back to emails and texts. You're not a crazy workaholic, but you could probably be better at that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, this is interesting. Does she like SMPDA? Do you know what that is? I don't. Social media public displays oh. of affection. <laughs> this funny. is We've new. Talked this, about that. this is hot. We just talked about that. That's funny. Like a couple oh. episodes ago. Yeah. That's funny. It's on the list. Um, even if it's a photo of her with a heart eyed emoji, it may not be your jam. <laughs> But because it's not, it will mean more. That's that's exactly it. I think most husbands, it is not our jam to post on social media. I mean, you know, a lot of husbands do, <laughs> like, or just random people. I fault, you know, like, or they'll repost their song and following them. But I think it's nice. A few people do, but probably majority don't. So that's interesting. That's on the list. And like I said, yeah, I like when you put, I don't need that, but it is. It is what it, it is. It is sweet. It is sweet. It is a sweet and thing. And the fact that you don't do it. I think it just shows that you're proud and like, you're just willing to be a public, like, this is my wife and I love her. I like um, yeah. And don't hold back. It says number 17. Don't hold back insignificant compliments. Like she impressed you with parallel parking. Her lunch order or how she de-escalated a toddler tantrum, tell her. Hmm. Be specific. Appreciation is everything. Yeah, I like that. That goes a long way. Appreciation. All right. Be the keeper of your love story. Get nostalgic about your relationship from time to time. Reminisce about how you met. Bring it up with friends. That's really sweet. I read a lot of these. I'm like, oh, that's really tender. Kind. But you do that occasionally, like with the kids. We'll talk about when we first met. Mm-hmm. I, I'd love just looking at old pictures and just showing our kids. It's so fun. Yeah. Uh, write down the things you're upset about before vocalizing them to your spouse. I think this would be good for everybody. It's a great tip. <laughs> I'll try to work on that. Um, but yeah, I think that's good. Kind of helps flush out your ideas. Put. Your phone away. So true. Even if you haven't heard of fubbing, you've done it. Fubbing or phone snubbing is when you completely ignore or only half-heartedly listen to someone else because you're focused on your phone instead. It's pretty destructive to a relationship because it sends a signal that your partner that whatever they are saying is less important. Yep. Do you do this? We we do this on the podcast because like, we're trying to talk, but also we're trying to research and phones. Like I'm talking to you. Like I, I'm not just talking into people or in a mic. I'm talking to you and it just happens to be recording. So like when you're checking your phone and I'm talking to you, I, it is disgusting. Now, vice versa, when I'm checking my phone, it drives you bonkers. It's the I'm most annoying thing in the whole world. checking my phone, like of outside things when we're doing the podcast ever, just so you know. Hmm. just like you were looking at text messages right now. Um, anyways, yeah, put your phone away. I mean, I think I'm pretty good at when we're out on a date that like I never pull my phone out and I'm pretty sure you do it all the time. Like, Oh, I'm just, I got to look up this really quick. Or do you agree that you are pretty bad at putting your phone away when yeah. we're especially like on a date or no, I mean, you, you don't think you are? It's, it's the most annoying thing in the whole world. It we might be in the middle of a conversation, and I'm like a like, I'm like, oh, what was the name of that team? And I can't shake it, so then I have to go to my phone 
to find it. Or like, what was the name of that song? Like, we'll listen to a song on the radio. And I'm like, that's annoying the heck out of me. What's the name of that song? And um, and then you pull it out, and then you see an email. We were at and Cheesecake Factory. And then I'm sitting factory. at a steakhouse just looking at my food while Trav's lost on his phone. I, very serious case of ADD. And we were at Cheesecake Factory, not to brag. <laughs> and um, David Gray was playing through the speaker, obviously, not at the restaurant. And I was like, who is this? Like, why? It was driving me nuts. Finally found out it was David Gray. By the way, David Gray is so good. If you want to, if you're in your 30s, throw on David Gray just to get nostalgia and just go back in time. So fun. Great guy. Great guy. Um, leave nice notes, emails, texts. Make a decision when she doesn't want to. Um, be kind. <laughs> <laughs> be mindful of the energy you bring at home. Mm-hmm. I'm not mindful of that. That's a good one. I just bring in such type A, aggressive, militaristic intensity. Get off the TV. Turn it on. Start practicing your <laughs> typing. You hit your bucket of balls? Get your bucket of balls. Even today, I was like sitting trying to do like a social media post. Because I do social media now for my school. It takes a lot of time. Um, and you come and you're like, I thought you guys were leaving for SeaWorld. And it's like, it doesn't open for an hour. <laughs> like, Meanwhile, he's at home, supposed to be working. <sighs> <sighs> Our poor kids are just on edge. I'm on edge. We're working through it. <laughs> we're working through it. I'm trying. Okay. When you introduce her to your friends or coworkers, mention one of her accomplishments. That is, be a fan of hers. <laughs> I'm just trying to picture what you would say. I haven't been around coworkers in years because of, you know. Yeah, we got it. But uh, what if you did? What would you say? This she, is my wife, Ashlyn. She is in a new hot growing industry selling oils. And she is a diamond star. And uh, we went to Elisa Viejo, stayed at a nice resort there, thanks to her, you know. I am not into that, but okay. Uh, yeah, I you wish don't have you anything were. to say. Okay, that's nice. Make an effort to look presentable. Shave or clean up your beard regularly. Dress nice. Don't always look like a schlub. Um <laughs> I agree. Like I, I used to grow my facial hair out. I thought it was kind of cool to have like some like edginess. It was my worst year in sales. I'm like, what am I doing? Huh. Nobody wants a scrappily beard. A you know, and none of I that facial hair. Is, yeah, it's just it's just hard to make money having facial hair. Wait, is this about money or being a good husband? It's about shaving, and it's about having a good haircut. It's about not wearing. You're like four-year-old sweatshorts that have holes in them. Yeah, day. I've been looking great lately. Sometimes. You know it. <laughs> Sometimes. I've been looking great lately. And um, I have I have down days too. Be aware of any imbalances in shared emotional labor. I'm like, That's what? heavy. This is a big one that says, mental work of running a household and a family, planning, scheduling, is often conducted primarily by one partner in a relationship. Um. Don't fall in the trap that's underappreciated. You may split the housework 
and hands-on kid stuff 50-50, but recognize that if it's your wife who schedules doctor's appointments, sets up the play dates, signs up the kids for soccer. All right. If you make yourself something, tea, a sandwich, a stiff cocktail, offer to make her one too. Yeah. Never happened. Never has happened. I used to make you stiff cocktails. Couple okay, times. moving okay. on. <laughs> Take her side and family squabbles. That's just good common sense. Gonna get smacked around if you don't. That's just a battle you'll never win. <laughs> Keep her promises. Talk to her about what she likes in bed. <clears throat> okay, uh, don't assume that you know. If there's a thing that she'd like to do more, do that thing. <laughs> I wish we had kind of more dialogue like that. Yeah. Not going to happen on the podcast. That is for dang sure. What do you know? What if you had like this very long, like, you know, what if we got married like at 40 and you had like this escapade of 10 years of like in your 30s where you experimented with all these things and things you found out what you're into and things you're not into. And I had to like discover them. Hey, what what, what do you like? You know? (laughs) All right, number 32, give her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. I think you could do that more. I feel like you're always thinking I'm out to get you <laughs> or like something, you know. Yeah, give her the benefit of the doubt. That's a good one. To this list is so rock star, it's not even funny. I could even pay attention to the last one because it's number 33. Let's not even read it. Dude, let's talk about it though. No. I'm not going to talk about this. All I can think of are two words right now, Karen and Sarah. <laughs> we're Karen? not talking about this. Oh, that, okay. that's my mom and that's your yeah, mom. But so, th- th- no, just, we're not talking dude, about it. No, no, This no. is a true podcast. No. Now people are just now just itching. Let me just tell you what it well, says. you can read it, but we're not talking about it. That's weird. R- relax. And I don't want that. I know. Nobody does. Number 33 (laughs) says, take some tasteful nudes. If that's your style, take some tasteful nudes. Is there any picture that I could send that would, that would be tasteful? No. Uh, You cleaning the house. That would be a great tasteful photo. That would turn me on way more than anything. But can't you imagine like who... Who's sending nudes to their wife? Like, I think it's great if the tables are turned. Okay. I know, but but I think, you know, it doesn't happen, right? When you become frustrated, take a few deep breaths. Walk away if needed. What's a tasteful nude? There's no, there's a man. 35, remember to love her even when you don't like her. That's sweet. (sighs) I'm rattled. There's, there's not, I mean, somebody wrote that that's not in marriage or never seen a grown man naked. There's, it doesn't exist, but. Okay, babe. Maybe. This is weird. There's, there's a tasteful situation there. Um, Get rid of unreasonable expectations that you have for your spouse. That's tough. Like what's unreasonable and what's not. And that's the big argument. Because if it was, in your mind, a reasonable expectation, then how are you supposed to shake that? Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest, unfortunate, the biggest thing is probably has all to do with sex. And it's because guys are watching porn. 
you know, that's just the reality of it. Guys are watching tuning porn, so expectations are through the roof. Oh, gosh. All right. You guys Call. are probably getting bored. Maybe we should speed this up here. I don't think they're getting bored. It's a long time. We're all trying to figure out what a tasteful nude is. Just call to say hi. I've been doing that more. It goes a long way. You've been calling me just to say hi? Well, yeah. <laughs> or that you need something. No. All right. I like it. <laughs> when she asks you to go on a run with her, go. <laughs> Even if you hate it. This is so sad. I could just picture like a, like a heavier guy. <laughs> Can you please go with me on a run? Oh, honey. I can't. Honey, it's a game, huh? A game. And like he has these old sneakers and they're just like really worn down. <laughs> and like, you know, you picture those mm-hmm. shorts. So dad's like with their, they have big legs. You know, the inside part of the thigh, like it just kind of comes up more so. <sighs> just poor guy just going on a run. <laughs> You've never asked me to go on a run. No. So I never would do it. <laughs> When your wife talks about a sexist thing that happened to her that day, don't give the man the story the benefit of the doubt. Help her through it. Talk shit about him with your wife. <laughs> so weird. That's so weird. I feel like there's like teenagers writing these. It, no, that's just like a weird comment. Yeah. Be enthusiastic about your favorite TV show. What is your favorite TV show right now? I don't like really a lot of TV. But if I had to watch something, it would be on the Magnolia Network. You know, some sort of cooking show or design show. And you always take the remote away and turn it off. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't think you're really listening to the list. I am. Make it a point to be positive. Men stereotypically find the reasons why something will not work out or will be a bad experience. It's easy to be negative. It's a lot harder to be constructive and see the good. This can also be a drag on relationships. Yeah. When your wife asks how she looks in something, she doesn't look great. <laughs> Tell her about another dress she, you like. Write an alternative. Oh, I hate when you do that. Oh, I don't like that. Like, or I think I look good and you're like, can you put your hair back? And there is nothing that irks me more. And when you try to like tell me something about what I'm wearing or what I look like, I like your hair up. I disagree with that, and I never really ask for your opinion on if I look. Do you like this, dude? The next one is so radically important. I want to make sure we leave enough time. If you don't know where something is in your house, actually look for it before you ask. That goes both ways. But I am the king of losing. I don't lose, Jack. I am looking for the keys that you took out of my purse for the 800th time. And I have to go bunny hunt for it every other damn day. And it is You don't look for it. You don't even. I shouldn't even have to look for it. That's the point. It should be where I left them. You should not be grabbing my keys and leaving them. Oh, within the carport, up high, eight feet where you can't reach. I shouldn't even have to look for them. But nine times out of ten, they're on the counter. It doesn't matter. It's the principle of you taking them. It's anyways. We solved it. We got an apple. It does that thing to Jack. <laughs> you can barely hear. It. I was, uh, I was literally a foot from it. 
and I could barely hear it ringing. And I'm like, and then it goes off in two seconds. I'm like, this isn't. It has a GPS on it, bro. And it says, oh, we're here at the house. You can't zoom into what room. They're at the house. That's a good solve. And it does make a rather large chirp, in my opinion. But okay. It's something we're working through. Um, Tell them and demonstrate that you love them. Flirt more. It's easy to forget once you're married. Oh, this is classic. We talked about this last week. I love when people are dating. And if they're older, yes. I love older people flirting. My favorite thing to watch. Kids, not so much. 45-year-old, mm, flirt it up. I freaking love it. They're hilarious. Older people flirting. Be flexible. Life throws at you uppercuts. It's important that your partners understand and anticipate that. 48. Do that sex thing she wants you to do. Sex is important and necessary. Try some new... Prioritize self-care. Is that... You you need to prioritize self-care? I've been shaking showers more, which is great. Yes, it's basically saying the spouse, the husband needs to prioritize self-care so that he can have a full cup to give to others. Mm-hmm. I think you're pretty good at self-care. <laughs> All right, we're winding this up, guys. We're almost through. Stop being so defensive. Okay. Defensiveness can destroy marriages. You know, some of these, man, <clears throat> this is so for you. <clears throat> Just that common alone is so defensive. <laughs> Uh, it doesn't matter who wins. <laughs> Respect each other that they can accept not being right in favor of maintaining a healthy balance. 52. Don't undermine her thoughts or concerns. Mm. This is a big one for you. Really? What, when you, what, what yeah, how do you so? I just feel like lately I've had a lot of thoughts and concerns about life and stuff. And you, you, in your effort to, Listen and solve, it just, it takes away from the empathy of like, just, I don't know, relating to me on a heart level of like, realizing how upset I am about certain things and just being listening and kind and just, I think you could do a lot better. Be open about your finances. Talk about your money's most intimate conversations a couple can have. Financial infidelity is a thing. Learn how to get past arguments. Yep. One of the defining aspects of a strong, happy marriage, however, is the ability to get past them. Don't ever stop trying to be better. Be generous, thoughtful. Say thank you more than you already are. That was the last one. Don't ever stop trying to be better. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think so often you can fall into like, this is just how we are in our marriage, or this is just how I am. But that's not true. We all have the ability to wake up a new day, fresh perspective, better energy, bring into the marriage, kind, loving. And the beautiful thing about that is that we're always changing. We, we don't, we have the ability to be different. And if you don't like something about yourself, pray about it. Ask God to change that in you. Ask God to change the that piece of you that bugs you, that you know you could be better and bring into a marriage better. I love it. I think that was fun. And funny. And insightful. And a quick reminder. 
that men, we got to step it up. It's important. Yeah. What are your What are your top takeaways that you were, as we were discussing tonight, like, huh, I think I should do that more? Well, I don't think we've said anything that's like radically new for the most part, but it's worth, you know, sharing again because we forget. Like having confirmation that a lot of the times you don't want me to solve the problem. You just want me to listen is important because I, it's like, I don't do that. It's not natural. Yeah. We're teaching our kids sports and it's not natural to keep your head on the ball as you're swinging and your hips are running through. It's hard. You have to practice on a tee over every single day. That's what pros are doing. They're practicing that every single day. So it's, it's important to go through those things and, you know, hear them again, hear them over and over. And even the social media, that's like a new one. You know, that's like a new one. That's obviously important. What about you, babe? Uh, oh, what do I think that you could do better on? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Number one through 55. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's your pet peeve too When I do that voice Oh the mimicking <laughs> Oh it is It's degrading Yeah Yep. Well. Uh, there's a lot there But we can talk offline But <laughs> yeah Hope you guys have a great week And we will be back next week Thanksgiving week With another episode Take care <laughs>